The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour when the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. Then Peter said, Lord, is this parable meant for us or for everyone? And the Lord replied, Who then is the faithful and prudent servant whom the master will put in charge of his servants to distribute the food allowance at proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master on arrival finds doing so. Truly I say to you, he will put him in charge of all his property. But if that servant says to himself, My master is delayed in coming, and begins to beat the men's servants and the maid servants, and eat and drink and get drunk, then the servant's master will come on an unexpected day and at an unknown hour, and will punish the servant severely and assign him a place with the unfaithful. That servant who knew his master's will, but did not make precautions nor act in accord with his will, shall be beaten severely. And the servant who was ignorant of his master's will, but acted in a way deserving of the severe beating, shall be beaten only lightly. Much will be required of the person entrusted with much, and still more will be demanded of the person entrusted with more. The Gospel of the Lord. So my mom's side of the family are French-Canadian, so they have a history up there in Montreal, Quebec City, and in the region up in northern New York where they moved into a little later. And part of that history goes back uh, quite a ways. Um, I remember in high school, I took Spanish, but I also took French. And I always found French a difficult language because of the pronunciation. And I had a friend of mine, actually, who studied French, and he knew it really well. And so he was trying to teach me how to do some of the sounds. And there's this sound that they have in French that's like, uh. And so anyway, I would try to mimic him, and I'd say, uh. And he goes, no, it's not uh, it's uh. And I'm like, it sounds just the same to me. And he's like, no, it's uh, listen, uh. Anyway, so, so French is something. I took a year of French, and I learned very little, especially since afterwards I did the Greek and the Spanish, and that just messed up anything I had learned before. Uh, but it was one time that I went with the family and we traveled up in that region up in Canada and so I started reading up a little bit about the history and there were some Native American tribes up there that were very strong and very brutal. So the Iroquois and the Hurons, for example, were considered very aggressive and, and very brutal in their warlike tactics, but the, uh, the Mohawks were less so. But as the French started going in to these different regions, the Jesuits decided that they wanted to go in and they wanted to evangelize these various tribes. Uh, there's a movie called Black Robe, if you've never seen it, is, is a pretty good description of this, but it's, it's a little difficult to watch just because of the brutality of it all, but it, it's a good movie in describing what was going on at the time. Uh, but even after being captured, even after being tortured, when they got released, they decided they wanted to go back, you know, which Imagine, for example, if you were captured by someone enslaved and then 
tortured and, and you escaped and then you thought, well, I want to go back and do this all over again. You know, so I really do admire their perseverance. But it does bring up a certain mindset, I think, that, that we don't often think about in today's world. Actually, I think in today's world it might even be the opposite. And that is that all people have access to the gospel. You know, St. Paul was talking about that in, in the first reading. And he was saying whether people are Jews or Gentiles, they all should have free access to the gospel. And so, so there's an obligation of the church to bring the gospel message to all people. And the Jesuits in the 1600s were just following that command uh, that the Lord gave and that St. Paul was, uh, was talking about. Uh, but I don't know if you've ever heard this before. This like, oh, those Christian missionaries, they shouldn't do that. Just leave the people alone. Let them do their own thing and don't impose religion on them. And, you know, we've kind of got this backward sense nowadays. But again, it's like, why would, we be, why would we be selfish with what we have when it's all been a free gift from God? We have a right and an obligation as people of faith to be able to share that with those around us. So when we look back at the missionaries in, in our history, we can actually take a certain pride in that, that, well, they were responding to their own day and their own particular time uh, to offer the gospel to the people around them. It doesn't mean they had to do everything perfectly. Obviously, they didn't. But it does mean that in the end, it is much better for people to know the gospel and have the ability to enter into it and to worship and celebrate alongside with us than to just leave everyone at their own devices. In our own world, though, uh, we don't even realize it, but we actually are in a bit of a missionary area here in Beaverton, and in Oregon in particular. When you look at the number of, uh, or the percentage of people who actually even know the gospel, it's, it's actually really low. And in many times in history, we would be considered mission territory even. And uh, there's, it's no accident that a lot of the priests actually come from different parts of the world now in the United States. So we like to think of ourselves as being, the, oh no, we're, we've got a good handle on the on the faith and, and we're, we're doing what we need to do, uh, but really we're kind of mission territory now. And so don't be surprised when we have other people coming in and helping, you know, so because we need to recapture that which we, uh, we had and, and we've kind of lost a little bit over the years. Uh, but nevertheless, the gospel is something available to everyone. Uh, we do have that great ability to, uh, to be able to worship in this country and to be able to celebrate our faith and to be able to evangelize and be his disciples and to follow uh, and, and have access to, to the Bible and to the works of our faith. So it's not something we want to take lightly uh, because people paid a very high price uh, to be able to get it to where it is now so that we actually do have this ability. Uh, but it might be a little reminder to us, first of all, to appreciate our faith. Uh, secondly, to be able to offer it to those around us in a way that, that mimics the uh, the great faith that we've seen in our history, and especially to be reaching out to those who may not have heard or may not know anything about the gospel or may have heard something that's not accurate. You know, the ability that we have to share this really is part of our treasure and our tradition, and it goes back to even these great martyrs like we see with St. Isaac Jogues and John de Rebouf, however you pronounce that correctly. <laughs>